brings date back to the age of the first Mandalore. According to ancient folklore, the mines were once a mythosaur lair. Mandalore the Great is said to have tamed the mythical beast. It is from these legends that the Skull Signet was adopted and became the symbol of our planet. This is it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And today we're talking about the second episode of Season 3 of The Mandalorian, titled The Minds of Mandalore. What are you going to say, Will? Why is it called The Minds of Mandalore? Because they go into the minds How many times did they Mandalore? go into the minds in this episode? Twice. How many, no, how many times did we see... Somebody going down the shaft in one single twice. episode. It was more than twice. <laughs> twice. Mando went down twice. Grogu went down twice. What's her name no. went down once. It was like five different times. It was like five different shots no, 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 of no, no, them no, no, doing no. the same thing over and over and over again. No. Incorrect. I'm incorrect. Mando and, Mando and Grogu went down. Yes. That's one. Grogu went up. Yes. Then Grogu and and what's her face there? What's Bo-Katan her face? The Bo-Katan down went down. Yes, that is that is two times people went down. That's it. Fine. It seemed like the a mind. lot more down into the mind. Okay. If yeah, well, well, so aside not... aside okay aside from that, I'll let it go. <laughs> yes, this we was saw, step... we saw we saw the same scene twice. We saw the same scene different twice. Mandalorian. <laughs> yes, we saw the same scene. It's twice. The minds of Moria. Uh huh. I agree, and I thought the same thing, but I was like, "Meh, I'll allow it." The different, I think, the difference was showing how they approached the situation. He double took it; she just went straight down. She just went straight down. Yeah. Yep. Into the mind. Into the into the mind. Yeah. We have to finish that statement. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that all you want to say in the beginning? No. You know what? Will tell me what you thought about the episode. You know, just tell me what you thought. I thought it was a step up from the premiere. Absolutely. I thought it was an absolute. I thought it was a giant step. It, it was a jump up from the premiere. Yes. Um. Is it still? Does it still feel like the Mandalorian from the first couple of seasons that we watched? No. It still seems like a no. lot of redundancy, and mm-hmm. I I don't I, I don't know why. Um. That's basically all I got. It is okay. So. The one big takeaway from this episode, and last week I I uh, I jumped on it. I was like, "What is, what is Din going to do with this dark saber?" And the answer is absolutely nothing. He's not. He doesn't know how to use it. He's failing completely. And heavy. then Bo-Katan picks it up, which I didn't even think was a possibility. I thought in order for her to wield it, she had to have won it. Wasn't that like a thing coming out of the second season? In order for her to ha- have it. She could pick it up and do whatever she wants with it, but in order for her to have it... For her to keep she, it, yeah. she needs to win it in a battle. Yes. Okay, so for her to keep it, she has to win it in a battle. She can arguably Correct. use this thing way better than Din can. Well, but the, remember the whole, the whole lore behind it was that the longer you have it, the, the heavier, heavier it gets. gets unless you, and so she had it for like two seconds there. So it was a lot easier for her to wield because for him in the beginning, he did a great job with it. Remember when we saw that scene where he's like in the butchery or whatever? You're right. And he's like taking all those guys out and it was super easy, except it started getting heavier. That's when he cut his leg. What was it? 
The butchery. No, what was it though? It was the super easy. Yeah, barely an inconvenience. Barely an inconvenience. Why don't you get all, all up on my off my back about it? All right. It's tight. Um, <laughs> Dark sabers are tight. <laughs> yes, they are. They're tight, 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 tight. Seven, seven flavors. All right. Um, we are all over the place. Um, so that, no, but that's but yeah, that's what continue. I thought. I thought it was a giant step up from last week. All in all, I thought yeah. it was a giant step up from last week. I could have done without them showing the same scene twice. It felt like more yeah, than twice, right. but it was twice, and it was like it got a little. It was ridiculous. because it was twice. It seemed it like was a little ridiculous. Yeah. It was a little ridiculous that he really doesn't know how to use this weapon that he's wielding, but he's supposed to like rule something or whatever. I'm shocked that they actually got this storyline of him bathing in the waters done in one episode. That was pretty amazing. <laughs> I didn't think that that was going to happen. I thought they were going to drag that out, so I'm super happy about that. I'm really curious about why they introduced Davy Jones in one episode and then introduced the Kraken in another. That's uh, that's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing, I guess. So we're going to find out more about that, I, I, I hope. <clears throat> um, I'm wondering why he just sank to the bottom. He got dragged to the bottom. He got dragged. Yeah, well... It didn't eat him? Yeah, we'll, oh, yeah, he we'll got get there. No, the thing just probably knocked him out and dragged him. Okay, so he gets he gets <laughs> dragged to the bottom by the Kraken, and then, you know, Bo-Katan shows up, and she can go down and save him. She doesn't get dragged back down to the bottom, so that's a... a, a, nah. a, that's a that'll be a question for a different day, then, I guess. Um, But all in all... Yeah, like... All in all, this week. I enjoyed this week a lot more than I enjoyed it last week, so my prayers were answered in that regard. So I I, I got mm-hmm. what I wanted and I can't complain. Go ahead, Lee. I know Chuck wants to be the uh, the end here. He, he so the um, Chuck wants to be the end because he seems to think that this episode just proved just, everything just, that we just, said. Uh, 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 just go. <laughs> so what were our issues before, Will? I mean, so the issue still stands here. No matter what you say, Chuck, it still stands. They should have gotten rid of Grogu. Yes, they should have. One hundred percent. They should have. They did, and then they were like, nah, never mind. I never disagree Here with that Here it is issue. a year later, and we're just going to go ahead and bring him back in a different show. And, I never and, disagreed with that issue. I just told you, I just shared why they couldn't. Let me finish my thoughts. Well, at least now, so, at least now he's doing flips and stunts and the whole whatnot. Yeah. Jedi. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but so. <laughs> yeah. Jedi. I think it's stupid. So, I, I'm still, I'm it, still it with is you. Stupid. I'm still with you. I don't think he needs it's to just, be on the it's show. It's just. No. <laughs> it would have been so much cooler to see him just move on. But now yes. that they've done this, like, Pedro Pascal is just the dad now. Like, that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he's going to be typecast as the, the really cool dad. But. The thing is, in Mandalorian, he's still getting his butt handed to him. I mean, at least in The Last of Us, like, he hardly gets his butt handed to him until he gets stabbed by the bottom of a baseball bat. I was about to say. And then he's finally, like, out of commission for a while. But, like, but the reality is, like, he's just the dad that you want. Like, he he knows that he's not the best Per- person for the job, but he does it and he kills it. I, I have and anything that gets in the way. I have the exact same concern that you do. I think he's going to be typecast as the dad moving forward. Oh, absolutely, I, and it stinks yeah, because it he is amazing. I'm still like I don't care what anybody says. That stupid SNL sketch. I didn't watch any of the other ones. I just watched that one. It's still too funny to me. And then obviously, um, 
just seeing him in uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is just ridiculous. The 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 biggest thing that stands out for me is when they're paranoid and they look at those two guys and he starts laughing right in their face. That's not working at all. It, it was perfect. His character was perfect in that. So just seriously, hats off to Pedro Pascal. He can wear many different hats. I just hope that he doesn't get stuck doing just this Agreed. all the time. Because honestly, even watching The Last of Us, his voice is so similar. I'm like, ugh. Sometimes I find it hard to separate it. Again, I never played the game. We've talked about that, but I'm finding it hard to separate these characters to a point now because he sounds the same. Is the it way weird? That, like, his cadence and the way. Is it weird in The Last of Us that and and I didn't pick up on it until the recent episode, and I, I'm not going to talk about this a whole lot when we do the episode tonight. That his southern accent kind of comes and goes a little bit. Am I the only one that notices yeah. this? No, I notice it just too. a little bit. It comes and goes. Yeah. Well, because it's a very subtle southern accent, it's it's always Kinda. been subtle. Yeah. But every now and again, it comes out a little bit more, and you go, oh, he didn't say that word like that last week. It's just the fact but, that he's supposed to be like, okay. he's supposed to be this roughneck from Texas. <laughs> Meh, whatever. And, and he's just, okay. Hey, if, if MCU can eradicate Wanda's... <laughs> completely eradicate completely. her accent? Oh, her accent. No, from but, the, from but, one movie to the next, his But his the excuse accent. was she was in, you know... TV shows, so of course the accent would go away. But it was still pretty much gone when we saw her in Endgame. Yeah. Right. And she was just, he's like, what's up, Fizz? And I'm like, where's her accent? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> like, it was gone. Completely gone. That wasn't right. Endgame. That was that was Infinity War. That was the first one. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Crazy. What was some, what was some other things anyway. that we were talking about last week? We were talking about the... um. We were talking about IG coming, like them trying to bring IG eighty eight back. Didn't even need them for what they like, didn't even need them. What was the point in that whole story? Didn't even line? need them. It was so dumb. It was pointless. It was just to be like, hey, remember this? This was cool. Okay, we understood why he was going after it, though. It wasn't for what we thought, though. But it was still a big waste. So now he's he's yeah, but he didn't know. I understand. It's it's she's it's, the she. So I'll get into my part now. Okay, Chuck. Why? Go ahead. Do you want? Are you? Were no. you not done? Oh, go ahead. You're not. You're oh, not, I'm. I am done. <laughs> just go. Go ahead. Well, the whole IG88 part. He didn't. He wasn't. We talked about. Well, you guys talked about last week that he was doing it for the memories and for all of this stuff, which we, makes no sense because he had no memories. So a new memory card would have no memories. But he didn't need it for the memories. He needed it because that specific droid could determine if the atmosphere. That they're walking into was poisonous or not. Right. He did not realize, like she told him in this episode, that any um, other droid could do could that. do that. <laughs> but he was. So that's why he got. He took R five with him. It seems sloppy. It seems like sloppy writing. It seems like they have very no idea sloppy. what they're doing. It reminds me of this one actually, simple thing. I actually appreciate it in the sense that he doesn't know everything the first time he does it. I, he I makes get mistakes, it. and then he has to go, and he, somebody else corrects it. I would appreciate. I would seems, appreciate this a lot more if it was like twenty years removed. Like, hey, nostalgia, remember this? Like, you know, the sequel trilogy yeah. did all over the place. That would that would <laughs> that's something where this fits. Like here, week to week. Oh, remember IG eighty eight? Next week, well, we don't need him after all, so we're just gonna move on. Like, why? Well, no, that was well. IG eighty eight was three years ago. And we brought it back into for that for that part, and then we because he thought he needed it for a reason, and then it was like, oh, 
I was wrong. Because he even argues with her about it, and she's like, no, you're wrong. And he goes, oh. So he tries <laughs> it, and he ends up being wrong, and then what the solution is works for him. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. Okay. Versus, versus the... Versus the the good guy always getting it right the first time. Every decision it's like watching Twenty Four with Jack Bauer, and every decision he made was the right decision. I would ac- I course. would accept that. And He's appreciate Jack it Bauer. <laughs> if if more things did it, and I, I think that's the hard part is I I I appreciate being surprised by a new take and a new direction when people are doing things like that. But I don't take Star Wars and this whole universe as something that's really trying to shock people. And do things differently and make it seem more realistic. They never have. So for them to change the formula right now and have it like, hey, here's a big troll tease and then like totally just poop all over people afterwards. What? You think? So you're going to use that argument for this, mm-hmm. but you can't use that same principle How and that same you? argument. Whoa, whoa. You can't use that same principle and that same argument for bad guys not having a kiss. Come on. You, because they're gonna troll that, but then not do it, and that's that's okay. But this isn't. Uh, uh-uh. I didn't put two hundred down on that. Listen, listen. The this, difference this here, you were <laughs> there's he, a massive he bet, but you're still on his page with. There's, there's a massive, there's a massive difference in what you're talking about right now, Chuck. One is, is a troll tease from one episode to another, where there was one scene where they were teasing bringing back a droid simply for nostalgia's sake alone of something that happened three years ago. All right. And then they just completely drop that storyline the next episode. There was more than one look and more than one situation, more than one instance where these two people that you don't think are going to get together are going to get like there's there's a big difference here. That wasn't a troll. That was a tease. What they did with IG whatever uh, last week when they tease bring what that was such a a waste of time. It was exactly it was a giant waste of time. Because it was just like, oh, I need him for X, Y, and Z. Wait a minute. No, I don't. Okay. No, you don't. Moving oh, on. Okay. <laughs> like, what? What? Are you serious? <laughs> oh, so, oh, these guys look like they're going to be in a relationship. Oh, but they're not. Oh, but they are. Oh, but they don't. <laughs> oh, but they can. I believe the oh, original bet. I believe that the original bet was they're going to kiss by the... <laughs> I believe the original bet was they're going to kiss by the end of the season, and that never happened. No. So, no. No. Yes. The original bet was always bet. they were going to kiss by the end of the, of the second season. That was, that the, was the, that's the, original, the original bet. The original bet. You're right. The original bet was that the original conversation was end they're going to the, kiss by the, the end yes, of the first. Yes. I was wrong there, and right. I admit to being wrong, but I still think it's going to happen, and I'm so confident that I'm putting $200 on it. I still think, I still think it was deleted. <laughs> You think it was deleted? It might because, have been. Because that, come on, that scene there was ridiculous. The fact that there wasn't even like a quick little peck and then her going, ah, and then like running off or something. Way to go, I'm Lee. Surprised. Tell everybody whose side you're on without telling everybody whose side you're on. Thank you. <laughs> he's not a betting man. He's not. He's not, not at always, all. Not at he's all. always been on your side. The whole conversation, it was me against you both that entire season on this one point. It's mm-hmm. more me against you because you uh, we're the money right it, now. Because so. we made the bet now, right. But anyways, mm-hmm. they're two completely separate arguments. Let's see arguments. who really pays for Kowloon. So he, can, <laughs> he, can, he can use, he and I can use that argument about IG-11, and it's completely separate from what they're doing on Andor. The problem that I have with Lee saying what he just said is that you're not for, you know, the shock and awe in the Star Wars universe, but Andor was amazing. 
That's my problem there. Like, okay, you're not for you're not for the shock and awe. You're not for the average person or whatever like that. When in terms of the Mandalorian or that kind of storytelling here, but you were okay with it in in, in Andor. That that I don't understand. There were a lot of things in Andor too, like little tiny things that seem to not really go anywhere. I'm still wondering. Like, it's funny that we got through the whole series without them once again at all bringing up his sister. That he was like that was his mission in the beginning. And it just totally fell off the map. Did, like, maybe it'll come back up again, but it seemed like he just totally stopped caring after. I think it's because, didn't his adoptive mother just basically say, listen, she's dead, stop looking? What What a wasted point in the beginning for him to even mention it. True. It, again, that just brings us back to the same thing. Why introduce this potential storyline and then be like, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Is that my theory? Disney? Disney. Disney. <laughs> Disney. Uh, Disney's greedy little grubby fingers get all over things and they ruin stuff. I just I just don't understand. I feel like it's it it almost the way things are going, it reminds me of that whole power struggle between Johnson and Abrams. You know, like where it's like, hey, I'm gonna set this up. And then like they end they ended season two of Mandalorian. Like, look. We can move on with a whole new story with the Mandalorian. And then whoever took over Boba Fett's like, no, you can't. And they're like, crap, now I can't. Uh, how, do I, how, do I, how do I get myself out of this dumpster fire now? Um, hmm, uh, I guess we have to bring Grogu back now. Wonderful. No wonder it took an extra year to make this show, you know, to make this season. I think that's because what they had to figure out how to anything. write themselves out of the corner. I think that's what upsets yeah. me more than anything, that they took an end in a, a year or more to come out with this third season and this is the results of it. Like you had all yeah. that time to write and plan what you were going to do moving forward and it does not feel like you put a whole lot of effort into it. I think that upsets no. me the most. It almost it reminds me of like I, I feel did we have this conversation last week where it's just like, you know, what's what's after Endgame? It's all just the side side missions and it's like Nobody really knows what's going on, what the main story is. Nobody knows. Like, so we get here this whole thing with Mandalorian, or with, with Din, who's, he wants to be washed, washed in the magical waters underneath the mines of Mandalore. Um, okay, still don't understand why, because of everything else he's witnessed and how many times he's taken off his helmet. Like, he clearly doesn't want to live that way. He just feels like he has to. And then this episode makes it seem like he's right, in Bo-Katan is wrong. I mean, which happens throughout the episode where she's like, nothing's there, nothing's there, nothing's there, and we're going, oh, maybe she's the one who's wrong. And there's that, that moment where he's talking about the creed and everything, and she knows what the creed is. She goes, yeah, I recited that, st that stuff in front of my dad and blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, yeah, but like without the creed, then what are we? What are we following? It's, it's ringing true to her, and she's getting it. I know you're looking at me like you're confused that's why I'm going a little bit further with it but the, I, it's they're making it seem like he's in the right because before they made it seem like he was under some kind of like you know misunderstanding of what was really going on in the whole situation but now it's the other way around where she just lost faith and and she needs to pay attention to what he's doing um so they're just they're going back and forth with it and it feels very disconnected very disjointed so that's my concern with with this show at this point. And it really stinks because I loved it since day one. The first episode, amazing right out the gate. 
Um, both both the first two seasons I thought were great. There were some episodes that weren't as good, but honestly, it, it felt a certain way, and it and it felt great. Here, and basically ever since he came back into Boba Fett, I'm like, what are we doing? What's happening here? You say the what reason. Say, you, you say the reason why he may not want to be a Mandalorian or, or may want to leave and may want to go off in other places because of everything that he's seen and maybe he's just losing his faith a little bit. I have a completely different take. I think, like you said earlier, I just think he became a dad. So now his priorities have completely changed. Now, the way to rectify right. this was for Grogu to go off with Luke and that would have made more sense for him to then turn around and say, okay, I got lost a little let bit. Go I back. got wrapped up in the whole dad thing. Let me make, let me pay penance, and and I will move forward with my life. But now that they're introducing Grogu again, what do we expect to happen? Is he just gonna start feeling the same way all over again? Like when that moment comes along where Grogu needs to be a little emotional or needs some type of interaction or connection, or what happens if it's in date? Like what do we expect well, to change? The, I think the difference here is we don't want to confuse Mandalorians with Jedi. <laughs> and jet and Mandalorians are allowed to have connection with others, where Jedi are not supposed to have emotional attachments. So, I think that's the big difference. Isn't that what that got him into trouble in the first place? What emotional attachment? Yeah, he took with his what, helmet Grogu? off. Yes. Yeah, but he now he's training Grogu how to be Mandalorian. Sure. So. They're 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 trying to shift it again. Somebody set them up for failure, and they're like, I I feel like it's people just playing tug of war and and like lighting the rope on fire. Like here, have fun with that. It's just it's as Grogu as as Grogu is practicing, you know, acrobats and telekinesis. Clearly Jedi, <laughs> but he's gonna be a Mandalorian. Jedi, well, Jedi influenced, yeah. I mean, that would be helpful to have a Mandalorian that's uh, Force-sensitive. I mean, they did have a Jedi Mandalorian who's on the council at one point. Okay. Um, but anyway, are we good with our intros here? You got more you want to add, Chuck? I really haven't really added anything yet, but that's fine. <laughs> well, that's what I'm asking. What else do you want to say? <laughs> we, can go into, we can go into it. I'll share my stuff as we go along. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So, we start this episode off, and they're doing pod racing, and it's Boon to Eve, which we heard about, I think, once on ep in episode one. We saw two things and talked about Boon to Eve right off the bat. So, completely episode one. Is it like Christmas? Um, um, no, that's Life Day. Is it a celebration? Like Mardi Gras? It's some type of celebration. Yeah, I guess so. Why? Did you see a bunch of beads? No, I'm just asking. Like, there, there's celebration going I, on. I, I hear fireworks going on in the background. I'm like, what? what is... Okay. I don't, I don't even really... I mean, we could look this up. If I don't care that look. much. I just figured what I would ask you. What is Boonta Eve? Boonta Eve? <laughs> Boonta Eve in Star Wars. Uh... One of three holidays established to commemorate the victories of the Huts against the Parliament of Mor Moralan. Okay. And Zim, the, <laughs> the third battle of Vontor, it was named after Bunta the Hut. Sure. Okay, then. There you go. Bunta the Hut. I wonder who Bunta the Hut was. Maybe it was one of those two that <laughs> showed up. 
One of the huts that Disney made up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, <clears throat> Peli, Peli Moto, as we know her, um, Amy Sedaris, she's a uh, swindling Herodian, basically. This is fantastic. Steals, steal, has the Jawas steal parts from its, its <clears throat> you know, speeder. Yes, she does. And then... And then it's like, oh, well, I have to find the parts. As soon as he leaves, it's like, okay, everybody, come back. Okay, bring those parts. I'll paint them different colors so they can't tell that we clearly stole their parts. And, okay, that's just her being her. And, and it's funny because she's like, she does have a soft spot for Mando and Grogu, but she still is who she is. And you kind of get that, like, you know, hey, I'll be somewhat honest with you more than I would with other people. Everybody else, they can deal with it. But you, eh, I kind of like you. So, anyway... They show up, he comes out, where's my buddy? Grogu force flips out into her arms. Ridiculous. Why? Looking. And she's like, wow, because he can do that now. Remember Why? Luke taught him? Why? Why? <laughs> because he can. It's okay. Because he can. So <laughs> the whole thing they're getting into now is that they need a new memory chip for IG-11. Um... I love her response is, sorry, no chance cubes, because chance cubes are what they call dice. So instead of saying no dice, it's no chance cubes. I'm like, oh, okay, I like it. Um, so she talks him into buying an R5 unit, which is R5-D4. The no, R5-D4. The R5-D4, the same red that um, they tried to sell to Luke in episode four or, you know, the original Star Wars before it's called New Hope or anything like that. So he's brought in there because I appreciated that callback. It is pretty cool. Um, and she's like, "Okay, you should get him. He's he's not that bad." And then like a thing falls off, and it's like, "Oh, we've seen this exact same thing happen before." Where it's like, yes. "Hey, how about him? <laughs> this this R two unit. He called him an R two unit. So I will kind of forgive it." He said, "This R two unit has a bad motivator." Now I think he was just saying R two unit because he was naive and just referred to astromech do- droids as R two units. Okay, but it's actually R5-D4. He's been working on a moist evaporator farm for how many years? Well, he doesn't exactly. know. <laughs> exactly. So he's just kind of guessing. Is it, is it a continuity error? Yes. I don't but think it is. Can it be, can it be, can it be easily, easily forgiven because of, you know, he was a moisture farmer? Absolutely. I just, I just, think, um, it's, as, I just think it's continuity. I just think in what? that moment, Luke really didn't know what he was talking about. That's all. Exactly, and I and I will totally buy that, and we can move on. Okay. Um, she's like, I'll give him an oil bath. Now, and then you know, clearly he looks a lot better after the oil bath because he looked like garbage. And then as soon as she like, she she basically says, oh, you know, take him with you. He'll work well. You know, while we try try to see if these Jawas can find you a memory chip. Look for that. But hey, why don't you take this R five unit instead? He can do this and that. And he's like, I don't want that one. I need something that can you know. What was it spelunking? What, what is this? Is it, is it Bruce Wayne? Is it Bruce Wayne talking to to you know <laughs> Lucius Fox here? <laughs> like I need a suit for spelunking, really? Expecting a lot of gunfire in those caves? Sounds about right. Um, no, let's let's send an R five unit, <laughs> not not IG at all. Like they no. are totally different, yeah. totally different machines. Anyway, um. Now, the, the cool theory that I brought up before is not, not so much a theory, but there were things that were at one point considered canon, and they, and they did change. There actually is a backstory with this R5-D4, and he was—she um, did mention he's seen some action, 
he was uh, connected to the rebellion at one point. Okay. Um, so, and there is, there has been a theory uh, for years, well before this came out, that R5 actually purposely malfunctioned that day so they wouldn't take him and they would take R2 because R2-D2 had the Death Star plans and Luke was destined to, to go. So there's like a whole theory about this whole thing. That where sounds like, ridiculous. That was the whole plan. It does sound ridiculous. That sounds but absolutely it's, it's, ridiculous. <laughs> see, I think the reason why the R5 unit self-destroyed, or not, it just blew up in A New Hope is because R2-D2 was supposed to be one of the main characters, and that's how they introduced R2-D2. Because movie. Um, yes. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, I get that. But it's just, everybody's going to go off on their own theory. And this is just, we haven't seen or heard of R5 since then. This is just their way of bringing it back. And well, they is, fixed his motivator, is, and here he is. So, well, it's only been a few why years. Does, why is and I'm I'm Quite guilty of doing this too. I do it all the time. I probably do it more than either one of you. Well, not when it comes to Star Wars. Why does everything need a theory? Why can't the answer sometimes just be listen, movie? Why can't that just be the answer like ninety percent of the time? Because that's what it because is. Because then we wouldn't. Because then we wouldn't have something to talk about. <laughs> we would. That's why we're here. Of course we would. That is why we're here. That is why we're here, and that's why people pay attention to us for some reason. Honestly, I have no idea why people listen to us. <laughs> I don't even listen to us. You guys listen to, listen to the podcast while you're working, and it's like, oh, I was listening to the episode. I'm just like, really? I haven't listened to our episode in like three years. <laughs> but anyway, what, Chuck? Edit that out, Will. Edit that oh. out. <laughs> hey, go... Uh, uh, Listen we're trying to, to get I'm not people. Saying, we're I'm trying not, to get people to listen to us, and you're actively saying, "I don't listen to us." Forget it. Yes. Why? Why would you say that? Well, because because the stuff that we talk about rings throughout my head all day long without me having to hear it again. So that's just that's just me. Um, it, it's weird that I do a podcast, but I don't listen to podcasts. I really listen to music. It gets me through the day. But um, I have pulled up some podcasts and listened to them, and they're actually pretty good. Uh, Brett, um, uh, who used to live in your house, um. He's got a couple podcasts, actually, and, and a lot of them touch upon some of the stuff we talk about as well, so I've been popping into theirs as well. Anyway, maybe I'll give them a plug someday, but it's not today. Um, so he buys the R5 unit. She goes ahead and fixes his little cockpit area. Um, the cool thing is she says, and, which is a big key, he can help co-pilot for you. Ah, well, there we go. That's mm. a plot point there. Um, yes. So they get back in there. He's like, hey, kid, ready for an adventure? And they fly through the fireworks. And I'm looking at this going, ah, oh, Disney. <laughs> it's such a Disney scene. Ready for an adventure? It's like a trailer. Yep. You know, yes. Disney trailer. Yes. That's it. That is it. Bunch yes. of fireworks, yes. colorful stuff. Yes. Let's fly through it. Make it look fancy. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, so he's teaching, he's teaching Grogu more about navigating. You know, Mandalorians need to know how to navigate. He starts showing him, hey, here's, here's where we met with, uh, with Bo-Katan before. Here's where I grew up in Concordia, and here's Mandalore. It's all within the Mandalorian system. You really need to know what's going on here. Um, but the whole point is he, he wants him to understand the importance of navigating so he's never lost. You know, what, hap what, what if something happens to him? How does he get back? This is what you need to know. You need to know where you are because you can always find your way back to safety. Um, they're flying in through the atmosphere of Mandalore. Does not look good. Does not look good at all. It's like clouds. It looked like sleet and yeah. like crazy stuff going on. 
And then you got like these electromagnetic interference things going on. And like all of his controls are going off. And I'm like, yeah, that's not good at all. You can't, and, and I'm expecting like a giant mountain to be right in front of him or like a monster or and something. And then it clears right up. And then it clears right up. And I'm like, <sighs> um, and then they get through. So they land. Everything seems fine. <sighs> George Lucas. Ah. George Lucas is not. Fun. Question. Mm-hmm. Why, after this, maybe mm-hmm. we'll get into it a little bit more later, but after this, if he continues to listen to the armorer, I will be very surprised. <laughs> yeah. She told oh, him yeah. this place was destroyed. There is no and point Bo-Katan in going there. Otherwise, right? They were wrong. Uh-huh. Especially the armorer. I know. Very, very wrong. But. I know. Okay. But I think I. Oh, you just proved my theory so much more, which I'll get to here. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to her as we as we continue on. But the there's a big deal here that they're getting they're getting into, and I mean, reality is both sides are wrong. You okay. Know, uh, Bo-Katan and her people need to get back to the old ways, and the the children of the Watch, the Death Watch guys, or whoever there, need to chill out a little bit. They both need to get to some kind of common ground in between. And that's that's huge proof here, and he's going to be the one to bring them back together. That's what's going to happen. That's what the eh. show is all about. That's what the season's probably going to be about, um, is, is working towards that. But anyway. He's going to restore well, pride without getting Again, I mean, we're jumping everywhere, but the reality is this. They brought up at one point, when, they fr- when he first was talking to the armor, and they're like, ah, the mythosaur was once tamed, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, he's going to tame a mythosaur. Of course he's going to be a one to tame a mythosaur. And at the end of this episode, sure enough, we see a mythosaur. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah. That's the, so the insignia that um, Boba Fett has is a mythosaur. That's the, that's the mythosaur there. That's been the whole big thing about that. So this gigantic kraken, as you called it, Will, um, is the mythosaur. That's what he's going to learn how to ride. And he's going he's gonna to tame it, he's going to ride it, and he's going to rule Mandalore. Because he's going to have the dark saber, and be riding on the back of a mythosaur, which was clearly a gigantic creature uh, with lots of power and strength. And a huge symbol for all of Mandalorians everywhere, no matter who they are. And that's what's going to bring the two sects together. So we're going to get a scene um, in this season where Mando is standing there with his dark saber. Hello, beastie. Oh, dude. Not not Hello Beastie. No, he's not gonna jump into its mouth. Hello Beastie. Yes, yes. If that happens, my respect for this show will go through the roof. If he says Hello Beastie, if he looks at this thing with dark saber, if dark saber in hand, pointing it at Hello Beastie, and it just swallows him, and that's the end of the season, this will be my favorite show of all time. No, it'll be even better. This He'll take be off his amazing. mask, and suddenly he's got this... dreadlocks. One, he's got a piece of eight, <laughs> an eyeliner, and he says that. And no, he takes off his helmet, and suddenly it's Johnny Depp. Let's just go even further with it. I, oh, thanks, Disney. I like the subtlety. I like the subtlety of just like a piece of eight. <laughs> I like that a lot better yeah, than anything just else. A, just a piece of eight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pulls a so, random piece of trash anyway. out of his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nine pieces of whatever we had in our pocket. Oh, that's such a... We never released those episodes, did we? 
We talked about like two Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and we never released. I think we them. only talked about that one. was years ago. Yeah, I think we only talked was it, about was one. it just Dead Man's Chest? I Think so. No, no, no. We decided. It was no, we, no, it was Dead Man's Chest because we wanted to do Dead Man's Chest because it had the whole who's screwing who thing. We thought it would be a good conversation, but it wasn't. Oh, that was the sand, the um, the sandbar, yeah, uh, battle over the over the, the sandbar. Chest. Scene. Yeah, that was Dead yeah. Man's Chest. Yeah, so should we good. revisit them though? It's a thought. Probably a good idea. We, I mean, if we do revisit them, I'd say maybe. I'll Why are you but... shaking your head? No. What is your problem with Pirates of the Caribbean? Overall, nothing. The fact that they keep making more of them, it's, that, they haven't yes. made them in a long time. No. They have like five or six of them. On Stranger Tides was horse poop, okay? That was they, manure. That was they straight both manure. Were. They both were. Not good. The one after that, I didn't think it was that bad. <sighs> I didn't think the one after that was too bad. I, it, was better than, it was better than Stranger Tides. On <sighs> Stranger Tides was so forgettable. Nah. I mean, honestly, I don't remember anything from it, but the one with Harvey or Bardeem or whatever. The one where they're hanging in the little ball cages in the, in the, and it falls. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. crawling up. Yeah, it's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Okay. Um, Mando. L.O. Beastie. Let's back up. Awesome. So they get on the planet, and you see all that, like, crystallized, you know, rock, basically. It got blown up by all the explosions and whatnot. Now it just looks like, you know, ice, you know, but it's just this green crystal. Mm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, My kids are watching it with me, so they really love the show. So whenever I do the second viewing, when, I, when I'm taking notes, I, 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 always watch the, I always watch it first just to make sure it's appropriate. And then I'll be like, okay, it wasn't bad. Let's watch it together, and I'll take mm. notes. And my daughter kept saying, what's going to come up through the ice, Daddy? I'm like, it's not ice. But I'm like, but that's a valid point. What if something did come up through the ice? That would be pretty, pretty cool. But I'm like, we already saw that in Jurassic World Dominion. Anyway. There is kind of um, that throwaway line. Which was line. a really cool scene. There is kind of that throwaway line later on in the episode where Bogotan's walking around. And she's like, oh, they survived. I wonder what else survived. <laughs> right. Right, right. And So, it's yeah. possible. I guess we'll see. Well, that's do you what, think that's, it was a throwaway line? Or it wasn't a throwaway was, line because that, that was the mythosaur and everything else. Like, what else is still living underneath, you know? But the Alamites and, you know, mythosaurs. Right. And, yeah. But it would just make sense we'll if see. there's more living there than meets the eye. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we, yeah, meets the eye, exactly. Little Captain <laughs> Eyeball running around there. Um also alive in those little dino dogs with the wings hiding out in the in the in the tunnels, which looked like a scene from Mario Party Eight. Anyway, we'll get into that. Um, so he gets off, uh, or gets out of the other thing. Well, sends um R five out to go take some readings on the atmosphere to make sure it's or the oxygen to make sure it's breathable. Mm. Sends him out there. He goes around, blips out, and sure enough, uh. Yeah, there's uh he loses him on the scope. Grogu freaks out, gets all f- afraid and everything because you know red light just goes out. Okay, can't see him anymore. Let's go check it out. I really appreciated this next thing. Get in your pod and seal up. I'm gonna pressurize my helmet. I like that they put that line in there because if they did not, I would have a huge issue with it. Yeah, we know, we know after seeing this little kid put on a mask in the last episode that it's just like this little floating helmet. And that's it. He says here, I'm going to pressurize, I'm going I'm to pressurize my mask. Or pressurize, what's he, yeah, what's he say? I'm going to pressurize my helmet. Just yes. his helmet. That's all he really needs to pressurize. To pressurize my helmet. I didn't even that know that he could do thing. that. 
I didn't know he could do it either. They made it up just for this. That's what I'm thinking but too. They made relevant, it up just for this. Relevant, <laughs> and it's completely believable because it's very simple. And they threw it in there. I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. I get it. That makes perfect sense. Does it? It does. Really? <laughs> yep. It makes more sense than them just not saying anything about it and him just walking out there. But big hole, though. Why? Because the hole that his head fits into, it doesn't connect <laughs> to his neck. doesn't need to. It just pressurizes on his neck. What pressurizes on his neck? It doesn't attach to his neck. No, it just, it's not his suit, it's not his clothes, it's just his head. I get that. There's something that goes up onto his neck that pressurizes. That's the point they're getting at. Or on his face or whatever, so he can breathe. His eyes, like just this one section. That's all it needs to be. It's a wide open helmet. It's not like it's Iron Man's helmet where it's encased the whole thing. Yeah. It's, I understand. It's wide open. I understand that, but they're, that's all they need to It's say. a plot hole that they tried to fix. But with a line. With a line. Thank God they put the line, though. That's <clears> all I'm saying. If they didn't put the line, this would have been another Wolverine Claw situation. You're right. Thank God they put the line in for all of you guys who want to believe that this is possible. <laughs> we put the line in so that you fall for it anyways. Dude, this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We don't know what's possible. This I'm with Chuck on week. this one. I'm, I'm, I'm with Chuck on this one. This is a reach. I this the, the it's I, a reach I, the line. It's I, a reach. It doesn't matter if the line was there or not. This whole pressurized helmet thing doesn't make any sense. We've seen him take this helmet off. There's no press. There's no. It's a big open hole. It's a big open hole. Yeah, and you can breathe it underwater too. Apparently, that he so. can just lift up and mm-hmm. drink soup like effortlessly. There's nothing yeah, pressurized had, about this helmet he, at all. But there's a mechanism inside that, that pushes towards his face and pressure. And he, that's why he said, I have to pressurize my helmet. He makes the effort to do so. I'm not saying it's perfect science. I'm saying this makes zero it's sense not science at all. <laughs> this makes no yeah. sense. Air can escape <laughs> no matter what. It's a big open hole on one end of it. That's where his head fits into it. I understand that. But if something was to seal around what matters, his ears, his eyes, his nose, and his mouth, inside the helmet that if, we don't see. Even, even, even if the rest if, of the helmet fills up with water or that air, it's okay. Even uh-huh. if I'm going to buy uh-huh. into the whole pressurized helmet thing, it begs the question why he's laying drowned at the bottom of this water. That's another question. We don't know yet until we get to the next episode. <laughs> he's not drowned. So, so, so he's he also not didn't take time to pressurize his. He also didn't take time to pressurize his helmet <laughs> underneath the water. <laughs> At that point, and the question comes down to why did his helmet stay on as he was dragged underwater with a loose helmet? That's another question we could ask. Well, because it was pressurized and it was <laughs> attached to his head, so that way I think it could, you know. Sue. <laughs> <laughs> so. Stay in the pod. I'll be right back. And as we've learned, if we've learned anything from Jamie Kennedy in the first Scream movie, you never say I'll be right back because something bad's about to happen. Of course. Right? Of course. So he goes and fights these Neanderthals, which we find out later on are called Alamites. They're like four-eyed cavemen, basically. They, yeah, that's what they are. Yep. There's no other way to put it. Yep. Uh, they've got, so he fights them with a heavy dark saber. Now, I want to say this because it was definitely a valid point. I've been thinking about it for a long time. Do you remember when lightsabers just cut limbs off because that's what they did? Yeah. And now and now in Star Wars stuff, ever since Disney took over, all they do is like create some sparks on somebody's chest and they fall over and that's that. What? They have totally just taken away 
the power of, of the lightsaber. What do you mean? Uh, the lightsaber is, like, ridiculously powerful. And all we saw before is, like, if you get struck by a lightsaber, you're losing that part of your body. Well, see, in order to wield the true power of the lightsaber, you must be a Jedi. <laughs> okay. Jedi <laughs> in Star Wars ever since Disney took over <laughs> barely cuts off limbs. They might stab somebody, but it just stops there. I know. I know. It's just, I mean, the first time we saw a lightsaber used, it chopped a dude's arm off. Like, quick, super easy, by an old dude. Yeah. An old guy. Yes. Who could barely walk. Yes. <laughs> Here. Here, you've got these perfectly fit people, and all they do is create sparks on people's chests as it swings by them. I'm not saying you're wrong. Who did, are we talking about? Every lightsaber since Disney. It's not... They, they, they want to cut the violence out because... I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think people, if any... I'm trying to think if any limbs came off in the sequel trilogy, and I can't recall, like, anything uh, memorable well, I mean, happening. I, I mean, Snoke was bisected. There was oh, that. There you go. But that was like, but that was like a big deal. Like, oh, as opposed to like a quick little thing. I don't know. Just, I mean, you watch the prequel trilogy, and sure enough, you know, Boba's head got cut off. Or off. I mean, sorry, uh, Jango's head was Django, chopped off. Jango's head was chopped off. Yeah, <laughs> rolled right Dooku. to his son's feet. Dooku, exactly. His his head his head came off. Dooku. Yeah. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Anakin, all of his limbs, <laughs> all four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Annie, are you okay? You are not. Um. So anyway, that I'm just, too. Michael Jackson wrote that movie. Yes, that song about. Yes, he's a huge Star Wars fan. He he loved Star Wars. Um. Anyway, um. So he goes in there with the dark saber, takes out these Neanderthals by one of them. He stabs in the chest. The rest of them, he just kind of sparks them and pushes them. Okay. Um, yeah. That's that. Yep. Uh, the air is breathable. He rescues R4. It's safe. And then, let's go. <laughs> Which, <laughs> it's just, let's go. And uh, they go down to the mines. Your favorite scene, Will. And don't worry, you'll see it again. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. <laughs> so, so he and Grogu go down into the mines. They leave R4 behind because they know they can breathe. That's apparently all they needed him for was just to make sure that they could breathe there. Yep. Got it. Um, so Grogu's got his pod. Mando's got his jetpack. And there we go. Um, they're walking around seeing the little dino doggies hiding near the walls. This reminds me again of a, of a level or a part um in uh jeez um super Mar- or uh, Mario Party 8 where there's like one level where you're like you're you're going down like this alleyway and things are coming at you from pipes on the sides like that's basically what's happening here is they're looking on either side and they see these little dino dogs and uh that's that's that so dino dogs are there no big deal uh, he finds a Mandalorian helmet in the ground as they're walking, and, you know, in the words of the great Mon Calamari, Admiral Akbar, it's a trap! Um, 
What? What are you texting me here? What, what I text you... both of you guys. Why? Why are you texting me? Because I'm going to show you where Disney stole this next character from. <laughs> this next. <laughs> um, Riddick. No way. Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, I guess that's something. I, I was thinking either this or uh, that um that little German dude or whatever in Captain America. Um, did you see the picture, Will? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. Straight from Chronicles of Riddick. I guess. Just in this case, it's an eye versus, or what looks like an eye versus the entire face. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's this giant mechanized spider slash Terminator looking thing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Grabs him, sticks him in the neck with something, and it's got an eyeball. They actually stole this entire scene straight from Transformers. Yeah, it was Transformers looking. Yeah. Well, no, the whole thing where the big part gets destroyed and then the little thing breaks off and goes and does its own thing. Yeah. Wasn't there something else that did that? It wasn't Transformers. No, it wasn't Transformers. No, I'm it's, it's, something it's else. been a few other things. Yeah, this, is, this, it, is it, cli- but, this has been done before. It's not it's, just it's Transformers. It's cliche where there's a, there's a small well, thing that's, that's controlling a bigger thing. In Transformers, Shia LaBeouf kicks the head of the one that gets killed and the head grows eight legs, legs and, and then walks runs off. off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then becomes... Yeah. The crazy thing at the end. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, same idea. So Mando is now incapacitated and in a cage while Grogu follows in the shadows, you know, staying out of the way. This eyeball dude comes out in another mechanized suit, a smaller one, and takes Din's weapons and tries, and then, you know, he looks like really like, he's looking around like something might be out here. Like he does look very like aware of something, you know, being something might be there. Um, Grogu does not pay attention to the obvious, like, there's a machine clearly holding this in, so he tries to force move, like, tries to open the cage using the force. Does not work, makes a loud noise. Yes. And all Mando can yell out, Din, can you yell out, is get to Bo-Katan. So Grogu does this little flip back into his pod, and I'll say, like, as fast as he can, which was not very fast, Pods himself out of there, goes back up, goes past the little dino doggies that try to jump at him, and gets all the way back up, meets the the Neanderthals, and now it's like, okay, what's he going to do? And then you get this one shot where you see him kind of like stop and look at him, and you know as soon as it cuts back out to the outside of a cave that we're going to see this Neanderthal get tossed out, and he does. Very cliche, very obvious. We know that he's got strength and power, and he can do this. Okay, we're finally giving Grogu... Something to do. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. He does oh, no, all no, no, of no. this. He does the flip. Uh-huh. He does the jumpy and the flips and the force and the pushy uh-huh. and, and, and completely mm-hmm. handles everything that's going on. But as soon as he gets back into the ship, he turns into a child again and he has to point to the thing and go, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, because he knew where he needed to go. He just didn't know how to fly. He okay. Uh, my daughter could figure out how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich when she was young, but she couldn't drive a car. The point is like the stuff that he understands is what he was what he was trained on. Flying was not anything he was ever trained on yet. Yet, I mean, he was being trained on how to navigate, <laughs> and that's all he had. So all he knew is like point to the map. Here's where I want to go. He goes, Eh-eh! and then there they go. Um, he will definitely say his first word in this season. Absolutely. There's no way around it. Well, he already did. He didn't. He did not say Pelly. 
He did not. She swears. She says she he uses he says she, first word. She's also a liar. So there's that. Um, get to Bo-Katan. He goes out, escapes. He shows our five where they need to go on the map, eh? and they get moving. Now, did anybody see the pod get in the ship? <laughs> no. He flipped out of the pod. He flips out got of the in, pod. Shut the shut the cockpit. Well, the pod goes up underneath the ship. Bull Oni. I did not really? see. I did yeah. not see the pod go under the ship. I saw him. I did not. I either. saw him flippy flippy into the ship, eh, and then the ship well, takes we don't off. See it? It just does it automatically. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Underneath R four, R five, R five. Well, that's where it goes when he gets into the ship. Right. Uh, this so might be extra this, space this, underneath that. This locks might be it like in. this might be like last week where there's a duck that he can just crawl under and end up in Din's arms. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's it. You were on board with that last week. <laughs> I, I, I was on board because that's plausible because you don't see anything else, but you do see him end up in Dim's arms. Here, you don't see the pod do anything else. He flips out of the pod and then we're off. Like, you don't see anything else happen. I think it's just safe to assume that the pod just goes into the ship. It is safe to assume, but I was watching it saying he has no pod right now. He just got into it. Like, the first, first, time, first viewing, I was like, no pod, he's in the ship, he just lost his pod. Okay, but then the next time you see him, <laughs> he's in the pod, <laughs> in her ship. Right, because yeah. it's with the ship. Yep. Yep. <laughs> this, if you don't find this ridiculous, but you find her showing up at the other end of a tunnel ridiculous, it's the same thing. It's a dumb thing that's done all the time. Just because we don't see it, whatever. It's just dumb. Anyway. The tunnel is more ridiculous will. than the pod. Ugh. But the tunnel is done all the time in every other movie. Bo-Katan wants to tell him once and for all to <laughs> leave her on. alone when she sees Amanda's <laughs> ship show up. Listen, I'm not spending another 45 minutes debating that dumb conversation with you guys. So Bo-Katan sees, sees the N1 starfighter come in. She goes, here he comes again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell him to leave us alone once and for all. Um, sees it's just Grogu. She goes, what happened to him? She's like, okay, what's the deal? Download the astromech and find out where they are or find out where they were is what she tells her, her droid friend there. So they fly to Mandalore. Um, how do you get the orb back? Back? I no idea. Okay, whatever. Moving on. Um, how do you get the what back? The orb. How do you float around in that thing? Like, I don't understand. It's, in the ship. Moving on. Uh, she goes into how she knew quite a few Jedi. If we're moving on, don't bring it up again. <laughs> it was in my notes. I'm trying to move on. So she talks about how, you know, one point Jedi and Mandalorians were friends. She knew quite a few Jedi, and they fought side by side. Sure they did. Cool. It's there in Star Wars. I mean, at one point, like, her sister and Obi-Wan were like... We'll say as close as a Jedi could be with somebody without actually being, you know, oh, not a Jedi. Okay. Oh yeah, it was a huge. It was a huge deal. Oh yeah, big deal, big deal. And she died, and it was like devastating. It was crazy. She was like the princess or the queen of Mandalore, actually. You just and Bo-Katan was her sister, just, who was like the warrior. You just gave Disney their new idea for some hidden Jedi child somewhere. <laughs> I didn't give Disney that idea. Dave Filoni did many years ago. <laughs> 
Um, uh, that would be a trip if there's some rando who happens to work for Disney and the production <laughs> department, and they're listening to this podcast, and they're going, "That's it, got it, That's got it." it. Thanks, it's guys. Like, it's like it's like when Wes Craven wrote Scream, and he talks about how to actually make a scary movie <laughs> in the movie, and then everyone copied it from that point on. Like, uh-huh. Yep, let's just give like people in real life are like, "This is a great idea." <laughs> people at Disney production studios are like. Black and white reviews. They they're have, onto something. They're onto something. <laughs> they're onto something. <laughs> We're going to go with that. Hidden, hidden Jedi child. I like it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, she gets to this whole thing. They get down to Mandalore. They start walking through. She's a little bit more cautious of what might be there because she uh, lived there, gets it. But all, obviously all these caves and everything are brand new because it didn't look all blown up before. But she recognizes that something's up in the ceiling. She shoots it down, and it's a bunch of Neanderthals just hanging out, like, in the crystals, like, ready to attack. So she fights them, and she looks at Grogu and says, Did you think your dad was the only Mandalorian? Why? Oh, I guess he didn't really see them too much except for on the ship after they rescued him. This is the first time he's really interacting with her on, at, at that level. So, okay, sure. She explains that those creatures, they were Alamites that used to hang out by, like, the junkyard or whatever in the past. And I guess now that, like, nobody else is really around, they just kind of, like, spread out and they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. All right. Get back to the eyeball, dude, because that's what his name is at this point. So he, he plugs in this bloodsucker droid to Din. <laughs> it's literally a bloodsucker droid. It's this little pump that he, sh- like, sh- shoots into his, his elbow or something. His what does chest. he want the blood for? Was his chest? I think he lives off of it because if you notice that he's obviously like organic, like an organic being, you know, inside mechanical suit stuff, he's very much like Grievous where he needs something in order to survive. Okay. So I think he needs the blood in order to sustain the organic part of him, which is like his brain and, you know, eyeball. I love when he stabs the, he stabs it into Din, you hear Din go, ugh. That's how you hear, well, because he's he's pretty out of it already, because he was already stabbed the first time with whatever type of tranquilizer. Um, but yeah, this isn't just like ah, uh, ah, uh, like we talked about in the chosen. Yeah, not that we laugh at people being crucified, but Chuck was like, those actors were horrible, awful. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they were pretty much like, you know, done at that point. But Ow. anyway. Ow. Basically, he's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What are you doing? That was like the the only bad acting in The Chosen. Like, everything else is fantastic. fantastic. But that one part. So, so basically, we're, we're, we're in first century Rome, all right? Okay. And they're taking these guys. There's three or four guys on the side of this road, and they're, as a an example, they're actually crucifying, because the Romans used to do this, to, people as punishment. They were yes. crucifying these guys. And this guy on the side of the road, he's laying down and he's getting his hands and his legs, nine inch nails, which is where nine inch nails got their name from, ran through their hands and their feet. And this guy is like, uh, <laughs> uh, like as they're <laughs> pounding these nails. And I'm like, this is awful. Like that's what happens when you like, skin your knee and you're like oh but these guys are like oh it was just so bad it's just peter griffin to get it was so ah. bad ah. it was ah. 
<laughs> I've never. I've. It's that sounds terrible. Anyway, this sounds terrible. It was, yeah, it was the that anyway. one scene was just bad. So this this thing's about to try, like just trying to suck his blood. <laughs> the bloodsucker droid just not having it because it's like it's it's outdated. It's old. It's rusty. It's just not working. It's a pokey with a so stick. He smacks it with a little shock stick, and you know the thing starts kicking in. And then as as he's like trying to get it to work, it it suddenly malfunctions. Now, did it malfunction because it was old, or did she actually shoot it? I, think I don't she know. Shot it. Maybe she shot it. But but all of a sudden, Bo-Katan comes in and she's just like guns a blazing. Out of nowhere, like super quick, like pew, there was pew. no like her sneaking up, just like suddenly she's there. Okay. The whole point is that she's a badass and she just comes in like, okay, here we go. Got it. Um, He starts using the shock stick, I, which, mm, what do you think about the shock wanna, stick? It's, wanna, like, wanna, it's very dark side. I want to pick on you for something for a second. I want to pick on you for something for a second. And it has nothing to okay. do with the episode and I'm editing this out. Uh-huh. When we first started this podcast, you that gave... is not a word that I think is bad. That is not a word that I think is bad. Really, I, I hesitated when I said it, but but really? it's not a hesi- I hesitated. I'm just saying you gave me a hard time about she the is language one bad I use, but you have cursed on this podcast is... way more than me. This is not the first time that you've done it donkey. either. I'm just saying it's funny. Uh huh. Will, you gotta watch your language. If I'm doing this with you, you gotta watch your language because I know you like to curse a lot. You gotta watch your language, Will. But you, you man, I've had a halo uh-huh. over my head compared to you when it comes to cursing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was cursing. I um, outshine both of you, so it's okay. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> okay, shock stick. I don't curse on this on this podcast, and I don't say it in real life either. Ooh. So. Shock stick. Thoughts on the shock stick? Very much like, you know, it's like some kind of emperor stick. Kinda. It's strange. Like, we've never seen this type of thing before. It's shooting out, like, electricity, like lightning, basically. No. It's in it Fallen seems... Order. There's a, there's a, there seems like Is that it? In, no. There's things like that in Fallen Order, yeah. No, no, no. No, no. no. So... I don't know. I just, I just feel like it was something that seemed odd, but it was pretty effective. Yes, it and was. He seemed to know how to use it, and everybody seemed to be pretty surprised by it because it worked. Yep. Um, she grabs a dark saber and takes him out pretty well, and then you know she actually wields this thing pretty cool. Yes, she, she does. does. Some awesome stuff with. Oh this, yeah, she does. with this dark saber. Well, she once had it. She once wielded it. Once belonged to her. Right. We still don't know how she lost it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. We started this thing, and I and I picked on it a little bit, saying, "Hey, she wields this thing a lot better than Din does." And your argument against Mm. that was, "Well, the longer you have it, the heavier it gets." So now you're telling me that she already wielded once in the past. So longer you had it, the heavier it gets. But there was also a whole discussion about learning how to properly wield it, which she did. But she also lost it at some point. I think this show needs to find or write a way for him to get this thing into her hands. Yes, but I don't think it's going to happen because there's the whole Mythosaur thing and nope. him with the dark saber. I disagree. So I think it's going to turn out exactly what Will is saying. It's going to give the opportunity for him to have that, and he's going to give it to her. Yeah. I think so. But it's like, but. I'm surprised it didn't happen before. Before he's like, then fine, I yield. Here, take it. He's like, nope, can't do it. It's all about the story, not just having it in your hands. 
So what's the story going to well, be? Well, you already they're kind of you, are, you already and he's going to lose on purpose. No, no, no. Lee already kind of posited a theory that you know both sides of what's going on right now kind of needs to lighten up a little bit. You know, pull the stick out yeah. just a little bit and calm down. I think one of the things that she's going to have to calm down about is this like this 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 lineage or this legacy that that she thinks is all holy and just you know what, I'll bite the bullet, I'll take it. Like that's it's not about her. It's about the people, though. That was the whole thing. Is that people are not going to follow her if they don't? They're not going to care. Yeah. How how many times in a, in a, in a show well, the, or exactly. a movie or in any kind of literature do you read? Hey, the people really care about X. They don't. The average person doesn't care. They just want a competent so, yeah. leader. So and she's so way and she's this. way more competent than Din is at this point. So that's that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So like she's not. I don't think the the people would care all that much. So we already have this story, uh-huh. and it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, but you saw Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> Aragon. She is Aragon in this show. Aragon is a dragon. Aragorn. Aragorn. Here we go. Is a character in Lord of the go. Rings. <laughs> All right, so I've only been through the Lord of the Rings once, so remind me who is Aragorn. Which one is he? He's... The Return of the King. He's, he's the, the king. He's Strider. Okay. The main guy that goes with the Hobbits. Yeah. Okay. Viggo Mortensen. Yeah. So <clears throat> loses his way, doesn't believe in what that he deserves that. Okay. You know, yeah, he's okay, the okay, heir okay, to the okay, throne. Yeah. Yep. And then through the story, he actually comes back and is given that right back. That's going to be her in this. And it's going to be a redemptive story for her. Right. That's It's going to be him coming back to it and then having the opportunity to... Gain all power, but then gives it to her because he's the good guy. Right. We're going to see how it happens. I think it, we're going to get to a point where there's going to be a mythosaur, there's going to be this, there's going to be that, and eventually it's going to allow him to kind of go off and do his thing, having given that back somehow. Again. We're going to see that. Again. It's kind of a given. Like, he's if, gonna the, have if the, the whole oppor- thing ends, he's up, gonna ends up with him being go- the king of Mandalorians, it's not going to happen. He's going to have the opportunity to go off and do his own thing again. Yeah. And then Disney's going to ruin it. <laughs> but whatever. We'll get whatever, whatever. So anyway, the eyeball is still awake, still alive, clearly. His little beetle body goes off into the spider mech. Got it. Bo-Katan takes him down limb by limb because that's what a lightsaber should be able to do, is slice through things with a single swipe. Well. Yet we never see that anymore. But here we do. Well, if here Thank the you. here the obvious ex- excuse, and I use that term lightly. It's 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 mechanical. It's not a human. It's mm. not a it's not a being. No, the obvious excuse is he doesn't know what he's doing. I'm not, it's not about him. I think even it's, the I think trilogy, it's more about him. I think here even the sequel trilogy, you see a lightsaber, and somebody doesn't have a lightsaber to fight back. For some reason, all that happens is sparks off their chest. That's it. Same with Obi-Wan. Everything that's come out since since Disney's taken over does not have limbs being taken off unless it's like this massive, sad, dramatic part. I'm not, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm saying that the reason why it's happening here is to show that he doesn't know what he's doing. That's <sighs> what this show is saying. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Din wakes up. They're hanging out by a fire. Somewhere else, it looks like the area that, uh, you remember when Bruce Wayne, or sorry, when Batman and, like, 
Dawn of Justice. <laughs> they, he was just kind of like standing there in the rubble. Sure. And they have that whole Martha conversation. <laughs> yeah, like that scene. That's basically where they're hanging out. And she's over there making talk. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> yep. Why did you say that name? Martha. Um, <laughs> so she's making Din pog soup. I mean, I've, I'm have i pretty sure we've all had pogs, and they, they were not delicious. I mean, they were just pieces of cardboard that we got off of milk caps or, you know, whatever. Um, that's but, the same thing that's in this show. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, pog soup. You think they had, what were they called? I have different questions. Oh, what was that brand called? Huh? No, nothing. Dif- different questions? I what were the name? What was yeah. the brand? What was the brand yeah. of those pogs that we had that everybody wanted? It was like the skulls and stuff like that. I just knew pogs. <sighs> I didn't know that they were oh, different dude. brands. Well, no, there were there were certain ones that people were like, "Oh, you've got the new such and such." It was like it got it got crazy, and if you had that that brand or that style, it was very specific, and people loved it. It was something with skulls. It was pretty cool. Anyway, my mom found a bunch of them in the attic, like, today, and sent me some pictures. I'm like, ah, you got to send them over. I still have some of mine in my little pog board. Of course you do. Of course I do. My slammer. I have this little circular saw blade looking slammer with, like, yin-yangs on it. Thing's sick. Anyway. Oh, poison. 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 Poison brand. Pogs. Lost. Completely lost. Okay. Whatever. Anybody who's listening to this and remembers that, just, you know, give us a like or a thumbs up here. Anyway, all fine. Um, so she makes Din Pog soup by the fire. She's like, huh, well, what happened? I saved your life. And I'm like, okay, cliche, stupid line. They're hanging out by a fire. She's feeding him. I saved your life. Uh, mm-hmm. There's lots of cliche stuff we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, so she basically says, how do you not know what I'm, what I'm eating here or what I'm making here? It's like every Mandalorian wears their armor and has, has, you know, knows what pog soup is and has had it. But it makes sense because, you know, you're you and did what you did. Live that life. Got it. So he just goes off on this whole, I must continue to the mines to be redeemed. And she's still just like, you're dumb, you're stupid, those are just children's stories, there's nothing magic down there. Like, I don't know, like, I don't really understand why you keep going for this. But then she's just like, you know, he just kind of goes off on this this whole thing. Like, without the creed, you know, what really matters and what do we actually stand for if we don't have this? She's like, okay, this fine. This is the way. Fine, I'll take you there. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, that seemed pretty easy. Sure. Got it. Let's go. <laughs> Here we go. So... Well, she it makes just sense. wants. She's like, I can. She just wants to get him there and get it over with and get back. Exactly. Yeah. She so just she, wants to get this thing get, over with and she wants to make sure he doesn't die. Like that's basically exactly. that's basically exactly. it. So we get to this one line, which I think is very key, and it gets back to the point that I was making before about him kind of reuniting the Mandalorians in total, in general. She says, "Our, you know, with our kind fighting and killing each other all the time, it's no surprise that the Emperor are just trying to take us all out." You know, like it's it's I'm not surprised that we were so distracted facing each other that we just got wiped out. So that's a really big deal. That's that's huge. I think it's really leading up to the obvious here. Yeah. So she talks about how her father took pride in her reciting the creeds and stuff and being a good little princess um, and how he died defending Mandalore. And at this point, Din looks and goes, oh, your father was a good man. This is the way. Huh. So she stops and kind of like pays attention to him here, which was clearly a sign of like, huh, 
like he really believes in this and he's got sort of a point. And as she's thinking about it, she looks at Grogu and she goes, what are you looking at? Because it's the gears start moving in her head at this point. And that's when we start seeing a change in her. And I think that's, again, further proving my point of he's going to reunite Mandalore. Okay. Yes. And that's why he's got the Darksaber. Absolutely. You know, maybe not forever, but for now, because this is the whole symbolic thing. And with him, with the Mythosaur, we see. Anyway, they arrive at the Living Waters. Um, the mines were once a mythosaur lair. Okay, duh. Like, if you didn't realize this was a mythosaur before, they said right here, these, this was once a mythosaur lair, which was once tamed, and the insignia became a symbol for our planet. Got it. So as she's saying this, he starts taking off his clothes. Not all of them, just his cape, his guns, and his jetpack, <laughs> and starts walking into the water, just fully clothed otherwise. And he's reciting the oath as he enters the waters. Basically the same oath that was uh, recited or brought up when the other kid was going through his purification, blah, blah, blah. He takes one step too far and gets sucked down. Okay. What happened there? What grabbed him? We don't know. We don't see anything. Same thing that grabbed Luke, the little one-eyed little (laughs) worm dude. (laughs) The little little worm periscope. Yeah. Talk Um, about something that doesn't make sense. (laughs) They're in six inches of water. Luke gets sucked underwater. No one can find him. Yeah. And then he pops back up. Yeah. Well, I mean, they shot him. <laughs> anyway, so Bo-Katan dives in after him way down, like way, way, way down. She's jetpacking through the water here. Yep. She, she, she had time to pressurize her helmet. <laughs> no, it's just it's a helmet, so it can go underwater. It can go Mm. You know, yeah. that open section on the bottom doesn't matter. Doesn't matter show. because it's been pressurized. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, suctioned and pressurized. Wow. Uh, so, dude, have you seen those masks? Have you seen those like full face like diving masks? It's not unbelievable that they have those things. That just... No? No. The rest of the helmet would have filled up. <laughs> Great. No. Great. When you right. swim underwater, all you need is this this covered so you can breathe and see. That's it. Okay. Breathe okay. where? Anyway. Breathe. What where? Was, what were they breathing? Where what was they she? They have breathing? a filter in the mask. What, what, in what the helmet. Okay. <laughs> where was the air coming from that was going into her helmet? The water, like fish gills. Just okay okay, the same place that the, the Jedi had in episode one when they go down to um to with the Gungans. And they had those little breathing things. Little they're little respirators. Okay. So, that's stupid. <laughs> they introduced that in Phantom Menace, which is dumb. Uh, they have those in real life, by the way. But Yeah. Water breathers? They have those. They exist. Right, but they're attached to a tank of air. They're not. You haven't seen them? Oh, where it takes the water and, it's, and it, takes, it takes the oxygen out of the water? Correct. Right, yes. Yes. So, and they're Jedi. So that kind of gives that kind of like makes it a little bit more believable. In this case, she oh. just doesn't prep, just dives into the water. She went, <laughs> no, she and jumped in. She's breathing water. Um, we don't sure. know that she's breathing. She could be holding her breath. That's a long time. A I understand that. I understand that. Down. But her holding her breath is much more believable than her breathing anything. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Him down there for as long as he was. Oh, he's drowned. Oh, he's dead. Yeah. Anyway, 
She brings him up and he's still out. Science aside, he's down at the bottom of whatever this is. And they come back water, up and they water, pass a, not whatever this is. He's at the bottom of water. Well, it's not an ocean. I don't know what it is. It's it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's, it's water. Deep. It's deep is what it is. <laughs> it's very deep. deep. And they come up and they pass a mythosaur, which opens its eye and looks. Yep. Does not follow. It actually just kind of swims away. Why did it let him go? Which makes me question, why did it let him go? I think it was just a matter of, I don't know. Could it be that it's one of those things where he was tamed, it knows what they are, he didn't realize what it was. Right, maybe. Takes him down, then he realizes, oh, it's a Mandalorian, so I should let it go. Maybe. We won't know until next episode. We won't know until next episode. That's, that's kind of where we're at. From now. So, okay. yeah. Sure. So that's kind of where it's at, and, and that's, that's where I was with, too. Like, I saw it, and in, in this whole big reveal about the Mythosaur, not a big reveal. Because as soon as I knew they were going to Mandalore, I knew we were going to see a Mythosaur. They already led up to it in the very beginning when they were first talking about, we once tamed a Mythosaur. It's like, oh, clearly it's going to be him. So, not surprised, nothing, I don't know. I didn't hate the episode, I also didn't really love it, but it was definitely leaps and bounds better than the first episode, because all that did was make me upset, because it was just like, let's try to bring this back, and this back, and this back, and that back, and, you know, undo what we tried to do at the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, that's my two and a half cents. I agree with you. It was definitely better than last week's episode. I still think there's some plot issues. I, I don't like the whole mask thing. Oh, yeah. I think your explanation for no. this is a reach. <laughs> I, I don't like the I whole... Just, I, just, I just think... I'm just glad they said something and didn't just have him jump or, like, you know... Okay. They, they that, didn't just walk out there. That's fine. The fact that they said anything is better than nothing. And you're right. They said something about it, and that makes it better. It still doesn't make it make sense. I'm just, I'm sorry. And then you see her dive down there. I much rather believe that she was just holding her breath as opposed to oh, her helmet is pressurized. Yay! I just I don't know. That's just me personally. This and this whole mythosaur <laughs> thing. I'm curious to see where that goes. I'm more curious to find out what exactly is going to happen with this whole dark saber business and 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 Bo-Katan and her, you know, getting this back like in her possession. I think it just feels right that that should be the case and I really hope we point in that direction and I agree. Him moving forward with whatever's going to happen. Handing over everything to Bo-Katan so she can kind of lead seems pretty obvious right now. I just hope they stick with it and I hope this is the end and I want to see Mandalorian go off and do something and be himself. Else. Something else. <laughs> yeah. I want him to do something else. That's that's it. I want him to do something else. even if there's even if there's you know a whole episode or two or three or season of him just off being a Mandalorian and like collecting bounty I think would be fantastic. I don't need to see him do anything else. I'm talking to no one right now. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm listening. I don't know where he just went. But he just gets up and he cool. leaves because reasons. Anyways, that's it. How about you? You got any final things you want to say about this episode? I enjoy it still. Okay. <laughs> I think that they they did correct some of the issues from last week. 
um, the IG-88. They, they debunked that. They took care of that real quick. So I'm okay. glad they didn't waste their time with it. Uh, I'm with you guys on the whole Grogu thing. I think they're fixing it by training him how to be a Mandalorian. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. And Din is going back to be a Mandalorian and to get cleansed so that he can officially train Grogu. Um, I like that idea. It is what it is. Um, but that's, I, I, think that's the, I think that's the big reason as to why he's doing it. Is he, I he have wants a really... To, go ahead. He wants, to train Gro, he wants to train Grogu, and the only way that Grogu can be his foundling is if he is back in the order again. I have a really hard time with the idea of Grogu being trained to be a Mandalorian. He cannot speak. He waddles. Yet. He can't yes. even walk. Like, but he understands. What? Yeah. He understands. Yoda can talk. Yoda talks. He'll learn yeah. how to talk Yeah, but Yoda's later. a lot older than 53. He's 900 years old. When well, 900 yeah. years yeah, old, you hello. look. Sure. I just, you I have a, look as good as you will not. I just <laughs> have a really hard time <laughs> with that idea. That, 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 that okay, we're going to train this, this non-speaking thing that can't well, walk. Well, they're doing it so they flip, don't create but Yoda. But can flip. We can, we can, he can we're, walk. Got little legs. But they're doing it this way because they don't want to, because they're trying to not recreate Yoda. Which I appreciate. I like that they're not trying to That's recreate why they're doing Yoda, it. but. It, it, okay. So he's a Mandalorian versus a Jedi Knight. Okay. Or better yet, the leader of the Jedi Knights. Okay. Now here's the big question. Because oh. we've never really seen Yoda outside of the robe. Um. Does he have like normal sized legs or is he just like E.T. with like a big body and tiny little feet? I picture E.T. Yeah, I do too. I, I think it's E.T. I think <laughs> E.T. is going on the big question. Oh, actually, no, it's not because we did see like that's, even. That's your big question? Yes. The big question is how the heck are they breathing underwater in these masks? <laughs> <laughs> that's the big question of this episode. They pressurized it. Yes, they pressurized it. Done and done. You hold on to that line. They I'm said just, it. I, again, it's simple. I'm just happy they addressed it. You it can hold on to that line it makes as no much sense. as you can hold on to the look. <laughs> okay. Two, two well, completely different things. Yep. Two completely different things. <laughs> I love it. One, love one, it. one defies science and just the way things work the other is is you know chemistry so. defies defies storytelling for bad no, guys it doesn't y no it you doesn't never ever 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 see that in the telling of the bad guy joker and harley it's quinn no joker and harley quinn that's one <laughs> face off no face off face off when Nick, Cage, when, oh, Nick Cage goes, when Nick Cage goes back to the, uh, you know, the, the clubhouse, that woman, yeah, oh, with, she's with all Gina about Gershon's giving him character. the business. They even yeah. kiss the bad guys. But, but he's not the bad guy. He's the bad he's, guy. He's the good guy he's and the bad there. guy. <laughs> he's there. He's getting high. He's all up in their business. He got the guns and everything. He wants to take off somebody's face. Come on. He's the I'm bad guy talking, in that moment. No. Bad guys can have, you see bad guys having relationships. I'm talking about when you're seeing the storyline of 
girl who wants to promote herself in her job. And I mean, they made an entire movie out of it with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds <laughs> called The Proposal, which was horrible. But me, she wants I've to never promote seen this herself. Movie. It's awful. Is it a chick um, flick? All I remember was, didn't like an eagle steal a dog or here's, something? <laughs> here's a, here's another good example. Have you seen Will Smith's, the movie Hitch? Yes. Happens to the good guy. She wants to promote herself in the business, has a hard time getting into a relationship. He likes her, but then it takes a long time for her to break down and have that. That's what you're saying is happening to the bad guys in this <laughs> no, movie. I'm not. No. no, I'm not. No, it's I'm exactly not. exactly the same no, scenario. I am not saying that at all. I am not saying that at all. I am saying she wants to promote herself in the yes. in the in the empire. Yes, she's not gonna. She is not gonna give that up for some side hustle. Of with course this she will. Nobody. Of course she no, will. She, yes, she will. Do you know oh why? If do you know you why? Believe that? Yes, I do. You do you oh. know why? In this case, do you know why? why? Because the mama's boy is gonna be loyal. The mama's boy is gonna do everything that she tells him to do. The mama's boy is going everything that she tells him to do, and. Exactly. If, of course, of course he will. But that yes. does not mean that she, that does not mean that she is go, that, that, that that they're going to kiss. Of course it, it just does. means that he's a, she is going to string him along. No, the entire. No. Oh, my no. gosh. No, no, no. They're both going to get something she out of this the, deal. Yeah, she's going to get promoted and he's going to get let down. You're absolutely he's not going right. to get let down. He's moving back to mama's house. <laughs> In like three episodes in, because he's gonna try something and she's gonna go, Nope, you're done. Back home. Why get cocoa pebbles because from your mommy when you can get them from me? It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't wanna take care of him. She wants she's she's looking out for her. She doesn't have to take care of him. He picked she he picked her up off the street from getting trampled, rescued her, saved her life, brought her to the shack. They're looking at each other's lips. There's there's, and there's, they there's the mutual there's mutual interest. There's something go come on. I'm done having this, this conversation a, with you. And if this was having if this was the good guys, they would have had that kiss right then and there. They did not do that in the episode. The point Therefore, is, the point is, these are two completely different things. One is two people who are clearly getting ready to enter somewhat of a romantic relationship, and it's not a far fetch. Even if you don't believe that it's going to happen, it's not a far fetch that it could. All right, I don't think I don't think you would disagree. I agree with that. With that. Here, I agree with here, that. Here, it is. We are going to defy science. And just magically bring a breathing thing into a, a, I am going to pressurize my helmet. What? A giant hole that you drank soup out of that now all of a sudden it can be pressurized. <laughs> you just, I'm lifting it up a little bit and I'm going to take a little chop. That same helmet can be pressurized. That is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this hat that I'm wearing. The parts that matter. This hat that I'm wearing, I just pressurized it. <laughs> it's not covering your face. But I can, if, I can but if you had something that came out of the front and went over the parts that matter, okay. Parts. Parts, yeah. parts yeah. that matter. Not, yeah. not, not parts. Not yep. the parts that matter. Yep. yep. Uh, I, can't say, I can't say parts while I'm smiling. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Um, aside from that part, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoy this season so far I than, more than you guys do. I enjoyed this episode because it was such a step up from last week. We'll yeah, see I what happens next week. I, 
I do have an ability that you guys don't have. Yeah, of Let's course. Call it a special ability. <laughs> yeah, you're special. I, I, I can, I can, I can watch a TV show or a movie and enjoy it simply for enjoying it. Yeah. I feel bad for you guys in that sense. I kind of envy that. I wish a you guys bit, could. If I'm being honest. I wish you could just sit back and say, "Oh, that was but, enjoyable." Yeah. It's been a long Plot time holes, to be naive. Plot holes all over it. Still a great show, though. Plot holes everywhere. Plot holes everywhere. Ignorance right. is bliss. Plot holes. They get <laughs> everywhere. Of course. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for sticking around, for listening to us talk on and on about some of the most ridiculous and pointless things. But yet, hey, we did it. That's so, what we do here at Black Knight Reviews. That's, that's what we do. So we'll catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye, everybody.